Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode nine of Out of the Chrysalis. I'm your host, Jeff Quake. Last month, I was joined by Becca Reeves, the director of New Choices, which is a program that focuses on impacting the community and changing the lives of those facing career hardships at Delaware County Community College. To listen to that episode, you can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, or on our own website, www.monarchstaffing.com slash podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by two of our wonderful senior recruiters, Jen Franson and Andy Stecker. They're here to share some inside tips on helping our candidates find work, what makes them stand out, and a little bit about Jen and Andy's own Monarch beginnings. Joining me now is our bilingual senior recruiter, Jen Franson. Welcome to Out of the Chrysalis podcast, episode nine. Jen, how are you today? Thanks, Jeff. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's always a real pleasure to have one of our uh, recruiters on. Uh, we have our other recruiter, uh, Andy Stecker, on later in the, uh, in the episode, so stay tuned for that. But first, I want to hear Jen's perspective on what it's like to be a recruiter. Uh, so let's get right to it. Jen, what uh, kind of caused your uh, career you know, or your outlook to say, hey, you know, I want to get into recruiting? Sure. So once upon a time, <laughs> I used to be a candidate myself. I actually did some research online and I was looking to try something new outside of higher education. I had spent about 10 years um, out of grad school um, working for various universities. And you know, I, I thought to myself, you know what, it's time for a change. I'm open to new you know, even a new career, a new path. Um, I knew I wanted to help people. Um, I knew I loved working with people, um, you know, interacting, networking. So um, did some research, found Monarch Online. I interviewed um, for a, um, another recruiter position. It just wasn't the right fit. And lo and behold, Monarch actually had an opening for a recruiter in um, Montgomery County. So I applied and um, yeah, here I am today and I love what I do. Um, and I always say, um, everything happens for a reason. So I'm very happy to have, um, came across Monarch and here I am today, almost six years later. <laughs> yeah. And Hey, it's, it's you know amazing that you've been able to find something that you've been able to stick with it. And you, uh, you know, said, you know, I want to give this a shot and not only that, but here we are, like I said, six years later, which is phenomenal. So I, I think that's, uh, you know, absolutely amazing the fact that you're able to you know have that career change from the higher education for again for an entire decade before saying let's try something a little bit you know different but you still you know still help people out and uh get to the recruiting aspect which is awesome now so one of the unique parts about you jen is you're actually bilingual that most people don't actually know so what advantages does being bilingual bring to your position and experiences with us here at monarch staffing Absolutely. So I always say I feel very privileged to be able to help our um, non um, our non-English speakers and um, where an English may not be their first language. So um, it's I feel very blessed at a young age. I was um, fortunate enough to have my family speak to me only in Spanish. So I had to do a lot of translating for them. I had a grandma that was very involved um, in like uh, having her own little store and translating for her and doing negotiations at a very young age. So um, I, I feel like very, very blessed, yeah. um, you know, to be able to have that opportunity. And I also like to 
be able to give those candidates confidence. A lot of times they feel um, intimidated or sometimes not as confident that English is not their first language. So I think it's, it's again, such a privilege and a blessing to be able to help those folks that, um, you know, and tell them you bring something to the table that, you know, another candidate may not. So at the same time, while I'm able to help them, whether it's, you know, boosting their confidence with interviewing or helping them with their resume, um, I also like to encourage them, you know, just like myself, like I'm helping you right now, you actually have a lead, um, you know, to other folks that do not speak uh, Spanish. So yeah. um, again, I think it's, it's a privilege and I'm very thankful to be able to um, utilize those bilingual skills to help our non um, native English speakers. So uh, it's great. And I'm so glad I, I'm able to do that. So yeah, no, no, I think it, it pays off a lot more than than a lot of us might realize because, you know, you know, for example, first one like me, you know, I took a couple of years in high school of Spanish and I, you know, I can mm-hmm. you know find my way to, you know, say, Oh, where's the bathroom about it? <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe, maybe right. you know, so the fact that someone's completely fluent, um, that is such a huge advantage for this company and uh for the candidates just as importantly, if not more importantly, because uh, you know, a lot of the candidates, you know, and we get some candidates who are speak only Spanish, you know, so um, when that happens, we can, you know, get them over to you and say, you know, and do our best to essentially, um, right. you know, tell them, hey, you know, we're going to get you transferred over to uh, our recruiter, Jen Franson, who's bilingual. Yep. And, uh, do the best way we can com- to communicate that. Definitely. But I, I think that it plays such an important role. But, and you mentioned like the, the whole confidence part is um, there, the boost of confidence that these cans will now have and realizing, Hey, I can actually, you know, have someone understand what I'm saying in, in, in my native tongue right. or, just, right. you know, in my comfortable you know language uh, and that I, I prefer to speak. That's huge. And, and they're, uh, co- uh, confidence levels will boost up. And I think that plays a big role in that, but in kind of going to that on that, again, level of confidence, some, some of our candidates, you know, they, they have their moments where they struggle and speaking about that uh, and kind of transition to our last question of the, um, of the session with you here, Jen is what is some advice you have for candidates who are currently struggling to find work right now? Sure. So I always say perspective and attitude is everything. Um, I think the biggest thing in my opinion is to go in it with the right attitude. Um, yes, you know, not every company is for you. Um, you know, I came to Monarch and I interviewed with a company and it was just, it wasn't the right fit. And I always say, again, everything happens for a reason, but attitude is key. Um, do your research, find out what you really are passionate about. So, Um, you know, you can gear your, your search, you know, if you're really passionate about helping others, if you're more of a data person, like figure out what your forte is and target companies that, you know, have the same values as you have, um, you know, you have something in common with them, you know, you want to be able to connect and feel proud with the organization you're joining, you should be looking at them just as much as they're looking at you. So do your research. Um, have the right attitude, put your eggs in more than one basket. I always tell people, you know, um, you shouldn't just be looking at Monarch, you know, do your research, you know, um, you know, with other companies and network, um, go on LinkedIn, go on Indeed, go on Career Builder. Um, you know, Monarch is one resource um, for candidates, but 
um, making sure that you put your eggs in more than one basket. Um, you know, make sure you're always prepared for interviews. Um, you know, always have, um, you know, your notes ready to go practice with someone, have someone else look at your resume. You should hopefully, you know, I always say, um, it takes a village too to find the right job. So, you know, use your connections, use your friends, get your resume out there. Um, and don't give up because there will be some no's like it's, it's, it's okay to get turned down, you know, but keep going. Um, there is a company out there for everyone. It's just a matter of timing and the right fit. So again, just keep the right attitude, um, and stay positive. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that positivity is such a key uh, X factor, especially nowadays, you know, that now that, you know, everyone's been going through what everyone's been going through the last year and a half or so uh, with the pandemic, of course, Absolutely. but um, it, it's such a, it, it's, you know, it, it can be, you know, physically draining applying job after job, but just as importantly, it's could be, you know, mentally draining the aspect of seeing right. no after no after no, it, yep. it takes a toll on you. So it's, it's not like you have to sit down and apply for four hours straight and, you know, apply for, you know, make it, make a little, uh, goal list, you know, as you say, Hey, you know, I want to apply for five jobs throughout the whole day today. It doesn't have to be yeah. all at once, just throughout the whole day. And then you know, right. maybe two in the morning, one at lunch and two in the afternoon or, or evening. And, and yep. before you know it, you, you, you never know where it could lead to. <laughs> uh, so right. I, I think it's, um, you know, the, the attitude to, uh, that to part of it, uh, as well as, um, you know, just, be focused, you know, stay focused, everything and, and, uh, you know, be prepared and, and you never know what it could lead to. But uh, unfortunately, uh, we are all out of time here today, though, uh, with Jen, Um, stay tuned for um, my interview with our other recruiter, Andy Stecker. But first and foremost, thank you so much to our senior bilingual recruiter, Jen Franson, for joining me here today on the first half of Out of the Crystals, episode nine. Uh, Jen is a wonderful having you on and I hope to talk to you real soon. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Stay tuned for uh, part two of this episode uh, coming up right after these messages. Hey, you. Yeah, you. That's listening to this podcast right now. Did you know that today is National Podcast Day? National Podcast Day began back on September 30th, 2014 to help celebrate podcasts around the world. If you're someone who podcasts, enjoy listening to them, or just want to try something new? Well, this message is for you. What are some different ways to celebrate National Podcast Day, you may ask? Try exploring some different podcasts like this one on your favorite music streaming outlet, such as Spotify, Apple Music, or Pandora. If you or some friends like to talk, try creating some of your own podcasts while talking about music, sports, your favorite TV shows, or more. You might be surprised on what it could lead to. Share it with family and friends, or even with your social media followers. Help spread the word by telling your friends, sharing the celebration on your podcast and social media feeds by using hashtag International Podcast Day. And remember, happy National Podcast Day. Earlier in the podcast, you heard from our bilingual senior recruiter, Jen Franson. Now joining me to talk about her experience is one of our other senior recruiters. Welcome to Out of the Crystals podcast, Andy Stecker. Andy, how are you tonight? I'm good, Jeff. How are you? Thanks for having me. Doing well, absolutely. Uh, don't, and uh, you're glad to hear that. And uh, it's always a real pleasure having one of our own uh, team members on the podcast. And I always like to see what kind of perspective our very own recruiters can share uh, with our listeners and just as importantly, our candidates. Um, but before we get into that, what got you started in recruiting in the first place? 
Sure. So I was working for an insurance company in sales and one of my uh, colleagues and I decided to form our own district. So with that, obviously you need to recruit people to be on your team. And that's how I you know, started um, doing that. I didn't know at the time how much I would enjoy it. Um, but really that's where my role kind of took off and where I learned that that was um, something that I thrived in and that I was, you know, uh, destined to do. Yeah, I, I think that's a great way to put it, you know, is, is if you uh, figure out early on, you know, what kind of niche you have and, and if you're able to, to recognize that, I think that's wonderful. And it kind of can lead you to a career path that you might not uh, ever you know, think about a person and, and say, oh, you know what, like, let me try something different. And and look where it's led you here, you know, so it, which is wonderful. Um, so with that being said, what led you to Monarch staffing exactly? Like what um, stood out to this company that made you say, hey, I want to work here? Yeah, actually, one of my very good friends had gone through Monarch staffing prior to me ever uh, finding the company. She was the one who introduced me to um, the company itself to Laura and she had gone through as a candidate, um, years prior. So before I actually started with the insurance thing, I was actually a stay at home mom and didn't know what I wanted to do going back into the workforce. I, I knew what I didn't want to do. And I kind of started there. So I went to Monarch, um, for the recommendation of my friend and I had a great experience. They really, placed me well and listened to what I had to listen, you know, say. And at the time I just knew that I wanted to do a couple of different contract roles to see where my interests lie because it was different. You know, I was a different person than I was a couple of years before that. And what a great way to experience and expose yourself to different industries and roles than to try out a couple of them. So I did that. And the team at Monarch really was a great uh, support system for me during that time. So then I went into the insurance industry, got myself into recruiting, realized at that time that I would prefer to have something a little bit more stable because that sure. was a very commission-based role, which I was fine with um, at the time, but then it became a little bit taxing on me. So having a young son and a, you know, I just thought I, I need something that's a little bit more stable, something where I'm not traveling so much. So I came back to Monarch and I didn't know what to put in on my resume in terms of the stay at home mom piece. So I walked in one day and I said, Hey, I've been through you guys before. I think I need to spruce up my resume. What do you recommend I put in here? So that's what led me back into the door that night. I actually got a phone call. There had been a recruiting opening internally at Monarch and the next thing I knew, I was interviewing for the position that I hold today. So that's the story behind what led me here. And I just loved it. I wanted, wanted to make sure that I gave the candidates that I worked with the same experience that I had received all those years ago as a candidate myself. You know, I think that's such a wonderful story. And thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I really do think that, uh, you know, the more people really listen to, you know, our own recruiter stories and also some of our own team member stories, they started out as temps, you know, one, one of the first podcasts we were uh, recorded episode three with our director of staffing, uh, Nick Basiti, he started off as a temp as well. And he was a temp to hire kind of story as well. So I think it really speaks to, um, you know, our 
own uh, president and CEO, uh, Laura Casper's um, experience also, uh, you know, knack of, uh, you know, finding, you know, pure talent of, of the right kind of uh, candidates to bring internally and really help, um, you know, make things in such a great company to work with. So I, I think that's, you know, wonderful, the fact that you're able to find something for the time being and, and work there uh, through Monarch Staffing as a temp and, you know, find some different roles. And then uh, before you know it, you're like, you know what, Let, let's switch it up. You Like you said, I need to find something stable. And the fact that you were able to kind of step into that recruiter role ever since is just uh, phenomenal. So I think that's um, such a great, uh, way of kind of never giving up and also just uh, really just sharing that that great story of yours and, and just, you know, experience overall. And, you know, you never know. It, it's a, such a small world. Like mm-hmm. The fact that you had just spoken with, uh, you know, someone there and that or you've done a couple of jobs. And before you know it, you were getting a phone call regarding that uh, that interview for, you know, like you say, you're, you're now your current role, which is phenomenal experience this far in your role that has currently taught you and uh, where you are today. Sure. So uh, one of the things that I like to touch on with all my candidates throughout their interview process or, you know, the time that I work with them, as I've heard so many people come in and just say, you know, I just need to like my job. And every single time I just, my heart just drops and I say, why do you just have to like it? Why wouldn't you love it? Why wouldn't you go to work doing what you love? shouldn't you love what you do? You're there most of your life. I mean, think about that. You know, most of your week is spent at work, do what you love. So that is um, something that I certainly have found throughout this because I am doing what I love. And I never would have known that had I not found this. Um, So it's nice to be able to be in a recruiter role and be able to share that with people. Like that is my number one, um, at least thing that I have learned in terms of looking for that next step in your career, because don't you want a career? I mean, you don't just want a place where you go and that's that for the day. You want something that's going right. <laughs> to reward you and challenge you and that someplace that you can grow with and, uh, you know, learn from others and learn from yourself. I think that's absolutely perfect there. And I will say that, uh, you know, and, you know, kind of the piece of advice there is, is great. And I'll ask you now my final question uh, coming up in just a second here. Uh, no, I think that is great. You know, the, uh, the kind of the life lesson is you want to go into a job that you thoroughly enjoy doing. You know, why, you know, go to and work at a job that you're struggling at physically and mentally. It does a lot more to to that than people realize and, and, and that's kind of the struggle and especially in today's uh, societies people don't realize that um if you are going into a job that you are going into every single day and you're already mentally defeated and saying i can't do this or i, I i'm not gonna survive i'm already going inside this building hating what i do and everything you know you you might as well f- stop right then there turn back around and find a different job because that's going to defeat your your purpose and, and trying to, you know, find what you really enjoy doing. But once you find that job, you know, it changes everything. The people you work with, the the work mentality and the thought that, oh, you know, it, it's it's Monday, it starts on, or, or it's Sunday, it's uh, tomorrow's another start to the work week. I, I can't do this. And the mindset changes of, oh, you know what? We got, although it's Monday tomorrow, Mondays are the worst. That's all right. 
I love the people I work with. I love what I do. Let's make this a great week. And you'd be surprised on the amount of times that people, when they have that mentality and they really, you know, preach that themselves, like the fact that they'll notice the difference. I think that's wonderful. So kind of leading to my last question, you kind of answered it a bit, but you know, let's find, let's dig a little bit more. So for those candidates who are struggling to find a work right now, whether that are, you know, mentally defeated in the aspect of, I don't like what I'm doing right now. And I can't just, I just can't do this job anymore. And they, they're looking for something new or to change. What would your advice be to them? Sure. Well, I'll say this about anyone that is looking for a job right now, because at this moment, uh, the, the amount of people that I have seen that have been laid off due to the pandemic and they're, you know, starting to look for that next role again, or even get back in the industry that they love um, is also and then coupled with obviously the people that are trying to get out of places and struggling to find that next step. Um, I, I, there's a couple of pieces to that. Obviously you want to do what you love. We already talked about that. Um, but finding that, how do you find that? Well, one of the things that I I have learned just from talking to candidates, um, and it's, it's not something that you'd ever think about too much unless you saw it on our end. And a big piece of that is the resume. If you're sending a resume either to us or through a resume reader, supposing you're applying just directly on Indeed someplace or you're applying directly to the company, they have what are called resume readers. That takes your resume and it scans for certain buzzwords. If you don't have that on your resume, it's going to completely get you out of the system. So you want to make sure that you're tailoring your resume to the job that you want at that time. A lot of times people miss those keywords. So look at the requirements of the job description. Make sure you're adding those types of key buzz, buzzwords to your resume somewhere. Um, and then if it applies, obviously, to what you've done. Uh, but in addition to that, stay away from text boxes. I cannot stress it enough. They do not make it through resume readers. Your resume may as well be a jumbled scribble of a first grader's book report because that is what it looks like on the other end half the time you can't even tell what the name is on the resume. So stay away from those text boxes. I know there's a lot of templates out there that'll teach you how to write a resume and they encourage you to use them. Don't do it. Don't even do it. <laughs> just, just make it clean. Have your bullet points under each job. People don't need to see a picture on your resume. They don't need to see that. They need to see what you've done. The first half of the first page of your resume is what's going to get you in for that interview. So make sure that that looks good and clean. And we're always here to help. That's part of our job here at Monarch is to make sure that that resume looks good. We, we want you to get through. That's literally our job to get you through the door for an interview and to prep you. And that leads me to my next point, which is that interview prep. Uh, really, really go over your questions and make sure that those questions are, um, you know, if the recruiter sends you sample questions, we send you the ones that we think that, that that particular client might ask. So for example, if I know that a uh, client is going to ask you a whole bunch of um, behavioral questions, I'm going to provide you with examples of behavioral questions. That's something that you and I should probably go over together because that's something that uh, you want to practice. And if you're not comfortable with me, I get it, you know, um, but practice with someone who is, and, and it's, uh, it's important because once you get on that interview, you have one shot and that's it. 
And then maybe I have a second and a third shot with other people on the team, but you get it one time. So make sure that first time that you blow them out of the water, because that is important. Another thing with that is obviously a lot of now uh, we're doing a lot of things virtually world's changed a little bit. So doesn't mean that your wardrobe should, (laughs) uh, we do see every once in a while, sometimes, even with us, we want you to put on your blazer or, you know, look professional because despite the fact that we are doing interviews remote and what have you, um, it's not a time to put on a tank top. It's not a time to, uh, dress down or not care about the way that you are presenting yourself because it is. It still is. People still have the same mindset about that kind of thing. They want, they want people in there who are polished. Um, we, you know, it's very easy to, to uh, just put on a blazer and look your best. And then the fourth thing that I would say is really brush up your LinkedIn profile. A lot of people don't think about this when they've ended a job. Uh, they might forget on LinkedIn to say that they have, or the dates might not match up correctly make sure that they match whatever's on your resume because most clients will look and they're going to make sure that those things are falling in line with each other. They're also going to look for any type of spelling errors, things like that. You can't put on your resume that you have attention to detail if there's no attention to detail on your resume and there's a bunch of misspellings and grammatical errors. Pay attention to tenses. If something happened in the past, make it past tense. If you're still working at a place, that's present tense. It's little things like that, but that's also things that we're here to help with and encourage you. And we send reminders and, you know, we try to really fully prep that candidate for uh, their interview because we want them to feel comfortable and confident on that interview. Yeah. I think that's, uh, you probably cover from everything from A to Z and the whole alphabet, which I think is uh, fantastic. And you really give um, you know, the, the listeners here, like what it's really like to be kind of on that inside scoop of being a recruiter. And, you know, some of the things that you know, we see here, um, especially at our company. And I think that these tips will hopefully help our, our listeners and those candidates struggling out there um, trying to find work. It will help polish up their profiles, their LinkedIn, their resumes, their interviewing skills, anything. And it will honestly, I think if you, uh, once you start making the, the smallest changes, you'll, you'll see a very, very big difference. So I think that's, um, you know, very well said there. And it, it covers, uh, again, a lot of different aspects that uh, people might not even realize, you know, it, it's, um, you know, it certainly takes a lot to, to kind of, you know, think of, okay, there's, there's so many, so many different things I got to try, but start, you know, make it like a little list, start checking them off and say, Hey, okay. So I updated my resume. Um, did I update my LinkedIn? Okay. I'm ready for the interview. Maybe, or, or maybe I need to polish up on a couple other questions. Let me review. And honestly, one of the things we like to tell our candidates is practice saying it, it might kind of sound silly, but it, it works. Practice what your responses are in front of a mirror, look in a mirror and look at yourself and just just repeat your answers and you'll get into very good rhythm and on uh, making it sound extremely conversational and you'll realize the differences though. But uh, unfortunately we are all out of time here uh, for today's episode. I do appreciate uh, your time here, Andy, as well as Jen's earlier. Um, thank you for, so much for joining me here today. And uh, you know, that'll be great to have uh, with you again on in the near future for another podcast. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me. And uh, thank you for the listeners for participating and listening.
A big thank you to both Jen and Andy once more for joining me for today's episode. If you're currently looking for job openings or if you want us to look at your resume, feel free to give us a call. Our main number is 610-604-0202. And you can send us your resume at hireme at monarchstaffing.com. Be on the lookout for our podcast episode next month as we post episodes the last Thursday of every month. If you'd like to listen to our latest episode of Out of the Chrysalis, like this one with Jen and Andy, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or on our website, www.monarchstaffing.com slash podcast.